Are you dreaming about travelling again? I bet you are. So give yourself a break and listen to my brand new travel podcast. It's made for people like you, by people like you. And in these podcasts, there will be interviews with different types of travellers and the strange characters that I've met on the road. With stories and anecdotes from the last 32 years of my continuous backpacking and working around the world. Also, there'll be cynical destination descriptions and the occasional travel tip to smooth your journey. And for all the squeamish listeners out there, I just want to say that no studio was used or abused in the making of these podcasts or any of the recordings. So please check it out, and I hope you like it. Oh, and by the way, my name's Alan. I just want to set the scene here because we're actually in Faro in Portugal, in the south of Portugal. It's a lovely sunny day. The grass is green. The sea is blue. What else is there to do? This week, the interviewee is a lovely young lady from the Netherlands. I will let her introduce herself and then I'll ask her some questions. Well, hello, my name is Kim. I'm uh, from the Netherlands. I live in Amsterdam. Well, since last week, I arrived here in Portugal, Algarve. Okay, why are you here at the moment? Well, the reason I'm here, it's uh, it was a little bit of a spontaneous uh, plan, to be honest. I think, yeah, two weeks before I flew to uh, Faro, where I am now, I just felt like I uh, needed to just escape yeah, my life back home, the studies I do, uh, work I do. Yeah, I just kind of miss traveling. So I just booked the flights to Faro, was planning on just staying one week. My flight was actually supposed to was supposed to go back home two days ago. But yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> okay. How many languages do you speak? How many languages? To be yeah, actually only Dutch and uh, and English. I do know some Spanish, but I'm still learning. Do you, I, uh, do you speak Portuguese? I don't. I I, I want to learn, so I'm uh, I'm trying now. Just the basic uh, the basic okay. words. Okay. As a single girl traveling, do you have many problems on the road? To be really honest, I actually never really felt unsafe or never really felt more unsafe than I did at home in Amsterdam, for example. For me, I, yeah, I just have the feeling that everywhere you do have to be careful. I think oh, in yes, any yeah. place, yeah, in any place there are places you, you have to be careful, even in Amsterdam where I live. Oh, you shouldn't yeah, be, possibly yeah. more so in Amsterdam than here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what sort of traveler are you? Well, I would say I kind of changed in the way I'm traveling. When I just started traveling, well, I felt like I had to plan things sometimes. I think the, the first time I traveled alone, I did plan, but then I realized I my plans changed so many times. I think... Mm, because you know the best plan is no plan. It is true, it is true. And it just made it easy, I think, like about traveling alone. Because even if you do make plans, you can change them anytime you want. And I think, I feel like the, the best thing about traveling is having plans. Okay. But then the moment that they change yes. because you meet people or because you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> you go into a hostel where there's a party and you didn't plan for a party true <laughs> you didn't plan to drink you sleep in the next day true um, what is your passion in life oh my passion in life i feel like saying is maybe also traveling but i think that's a little bit of a typical answer what's the one thing that you want to do every day and if you don't do it you haven't had a good day 
explore. Yeah, I okay. think. Explore. Okay. I think it's yep, that's um, a good one. Yeah. yeah. What I, What I feel like it's when you're traveling. I feel like it's like kind of finding this child. Oh, the, okay. Inside you, Your so child it's, with it's, inside you. Yeah, I feel okay. like for some some reason we have this feeling that when we grow up, like uh, becoming, shouldn't be and, a, you shouldn't be childish. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, I think like becoming an adult. It just we kind of have this feeling that we that means like we have to be like serious and we have yes, to have this yeah. day to day job and we have to plan and we have to. And I feel like traveling just makes you explore and, and, and become a child again. Yeah, become a child. Yeah, again. that's right. No, it's perfect. <laughs> Do you prefer to travel solo? Oh, I prefer definitely. Why is that? I feel like traveling for me is the ultimate feeling of freedom. And I feel like it's m way more free if I'm traveling alone because I feel like it's much easier to meet people and it's 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 easier to just go with the flow. I think like if you're together, uh, you always have to to if you want to change plans, for example, I say, so yeah, it's yeah. like it, it's uh, you can do it any time, any moment, any second, any minute. Otherwise, right. if you're traveling together, you always have to. Well, yes, it's a give and take a bit. And yeah, you have to. And if you come to a fork in the road, yeah, you know, one might want to go left and the other right. Do you ever have a problem getting lost, or do you like getting Lost. I like to get lost to be honest but the thing is I think sometimes it's just a little hard to get lost or not hard to get lost but I think nowadays it's just so easy you've got internet you've got Google you can, oh, you can yeah. look up anything you can but but when you get lost you're not afraid or frightened or you, you just see it as another challenge or another I do see it as another challenge. I think actually traveling learned me a lot about this because first of all, I'm really bad at making decisions. <laughs> and <laughs> second of all... It's perfect for traveling because you book a plane, no, I won't take that. Uh, and stuff true. like that. Um, how important is food? Because when you travel, food is quite a big thing, I think. It's because yeah. you're in different places with different food. And I think a lot of people travel for the food. Yeah. To be honest, that's also one of my uh, my favorite parts about traveling. Just just trying everything, and also maybe because in Holland we don't really have a very yeah uh -huh. we don't really have a food culture, and I think it says a lot about the people. Also, I think it's food is it's not just the food itself; it's also everything around it. Getting together with people. Actually, um, two days ago, well, I met some uh, quite some people here in this hostel that are that also kind of got stuck here. And well, there was this one guy who organized Friendsgiving. <laughs> what was that again? Friendsgiving instead of that? Thanksgiving. Oh. So we just met each other like uh, some days ago, and he just said like every year since four years he is uh, organizing this Friendsgiving with the new friends he made. Oh, okay. And apparently every year uh, <laughs> these are different friends, which yeah, is of interesting. Course. Yeah, he's traveling. Yeah, it just made me feel really grateful. Also, just sharing food, sharing yeah. stories, sharing. But uh, you, I don't know if you've done this yet but sometimes when you travel and you go to a, a decent hostel they'll put out a supper or a dinner or whatever yeah and you'll sit down at a long table with a lot of people drinking wine and eating and sometimes that can be fantastic you know it can be absolutely yeah. awesome and you meet a lot new a lot of new people and also the conversation can be quite radical is that the sort of thing you like I do enjoy it a lot I think it's the dynamic where you're doing these kind of things or organizing uh, these kind of things it's really interesting because it's usually a lot of people from first of all different backgrounds as in uh, uh, yeah. countries where they come from but also ages and, which different, is and different interests ages yeah, different and interests, interests. Yeah, yeah for sure and i think that brings a lot of interesting uh, subjects and stuff to the table which is yeah. different at the dinner table than maybe with your family or friends from back home that might do the same studies or might do the same uh, yeah. well you know for a long time already or and they're people you know anyway so yeah. Has anybody been your inspiration to travel? To be honest, that's 
not really one person specifically or well let's say my inspiration I think it's kind of I became inspired by traveling to travel more and more and but more. As a child, where did it all start for you? Because that's an important point. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a child, did your parents take you traveling or did you just go off with your... No, my parents mom? did take me traveling. Well, my dad works in the Navy uh, oh, wow. since he was 17 already, so... Oh, okay. Uh, have you had to move around because he's in the Navy? Yeah, we, we did actually. Well, we didn't have to, but I did live on Curaçao, Curaçao, the island in the Caribbean. Yeah, for seven years, which was interesting. I, I went there the first time when I was six. Uh, we moved there until I was uh, then we went, yeah, moved back what to the Holland. Other, what are the other islands around there? Is that near Cuba and Jamaica? Uh, you have Aruba. Not sure if you know Bonaria. It's not very famous, famous islands. No. I think uh, some countries, but it's just above Venezuela. Yeah, that's okay. Where, so it's quite low is. down. It's not. It's not up sort of outside of Mexico, for example. No, no, no. It's quite, quite oh, okay. low down. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, and then I moved back to Holland and then I was 14 and then my parents, well, we, we got the chance again to go there, but then for four years, parents asked me and my sister, because I have a younger sister, yeah, if we would like to do that. And I, I actually really did. So uh, from 14 until 18, I uh, lived there. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it, was, it's uh, interesting. Uh, it's, no, it's just interesting because you're young yeah. and you see a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. And I think that, not just lifestyle, but music, food, the whole thing. True. And that brings me to the next question. How important is music when you travel? Oh, it is very important to me, I think, but it's not specifically only when I travel, but because I also dance, so maybe that's uh, oh, really? <laughs> that explains okay. a little bit. Okay. And I think music brings people together. It's a really important uh, factor that just yeah brings people together. It's one of those things we have in life that actually evokes emotions in a lot of people and different True. emotions, but it's, it's almost instant. Yeah. I could hear a tune from the radio and go, oh yeah, I was in Mexico, then I was in South America, yeah. or I was in China or something. So just by listening to the, the tune of the time, and it also picks out the year as well. True. Do you have anything like that? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, a lot of songs then, yeah, they specifically remind you of a, a time, a place, about people, how music can bring people together, I think. Uh, I was at this hostel and there they had like two guitars and it was this guy uh, yeah. who had his own uh, harmonica. Yeah, 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 harmonica. Work. And there was another guy who had a uh, ukulele and just at some point everyone was just playing and some people were dancing and yeah, other people is, were singing. Uh, this is a and, great atmosphere. Oh, uh, it's, it's amazing. Now I will ask you some NAF questions. Things like, what is your favorite country or the favorite place to visit? I find it really hard to answer that because I think all places have something special. But if I have to say something, I would say Australia and specifically the Outback, uh, which sure. has something. Yeah, it just has something magical. I can't really explain it. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've got You're, goosebumps. Uh, you just talking about it. Yeah. She's here driving for hours and the only thing you see yeah. is just like this one road and just so, slowly like the landscape is just changing and that's it. No, and nothing else. Like uh, you're did just you, driving for six, eight, uh, seven, go, eight hours. Did you go to Darwin? I did. I did. did. Then can I just say, did you go to Catherine, which was before Darwin? I did too. And did you yeah. turn right and, or left, depends which way you were coming, and go towards Brisbane? Yeah, I think it's called the Stuart Highway or something. I haven't, I haven't taken this road, okay. uh, but I've been in Brisbane, but okay. <laughs> through a different from, route. From Catherine to yeah. Brisbane, six days. Wow. Yeah, but with a four-wheel drive and uh, oh, no, things was, like that. Yeah, uh, this was with a German girl and a Australian guy. Oh, actually, there was something fu Go on. funny. Yeah, please. Tell me, tell me, <laughs> okay, tell me a funny story. Well, there was, uh, so we were in the Outback, but we, uh, we, I met some people on the way and we rent like a camper van. And, uh, well, we thought, okay, there's this one road, uh, that's much longer than the other roads. 
but the road that's longer has like it's like a it's a good way like it has good uh, asphalt and the other one they said like it should be a little bit hard to to oh, drive okay. on it but were we you, thought like we can do it by fault or not we were not okay. <laughs> and that's where it went wrong because okay, <laughs> i think this was only 30 kilometers we were like okay we can do this and it took us six Hours. Wow! Was it, was it wet? Was it muddy? What was the, what it was was the problem? It was just all like rocks and oh, it, it was crazy. And well, we, we thought like, okay, we can do this quite quickly. So there was the sunset and it was getting dark already. And we drove, oh. I think, for even four hours just in, uh, in, the, in the dark. And then we finally arrived at this, well, they said it was a camping spot. There was just no one there. There was nothing and even a toilet, not, like nothing. nothing. We just okay. were officially allowed to camp there. And we arrived there and of course it was completely dark. And then uh, we had the, li the, the lights were turned on, of course, of the, the camper van. And we drove on this uh, this camping spot, and it was just this huge bones. Probably was from a wild horse or something. But then a oh, a skeleton. Yeah, a skeleton. Oh, a wow. skeleton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, well, was you're thinking you could die there and end up. We, the horse. we were a little scared this night, but it was was a very interesting experience. And actually, I had one of the best sunsets there that I saw. So <laughs> it yeah, was worth I, it. When I again, my li listeners know this, but when I was in lockdown, I was in the north of Spain. And at night, several of the people would come out and go, oh, look at that sunset. I said, you've never been to Australia then, have you? Because in Australia, sunrises and sunsets are just awesome. Yeah. It's true. And also the, the skies at night, like the stars. Yes. It's just, you can Whoa. see the whole Milky Way. It's like, oh, you can't It's almost, almost you can scoop the, scoop the stars yeah, in. You know, it's, really. it's, it feels that close. And in fact, it's, I had the uh, same experience when I was in uh, the Sahara. Just the stars are in your face and there's yeah. just so many of them. And it's like you could scoop them up. Yeah. Scoop them up. Okay, what's your favorite form of traveling? My favorite form of traveling, I realize that is to just book a one way th ticket and that's it. Okay, because. Okay. Well, I tried this week. This is this is what happened now. I booked a return ticket with the idea that I had to go home so uh, two days ago. <laughs> yeah, it was because I thought, okay, I have to go back home for studying and work. And then I was here and I was talking with people and I realized, but why? Like, I, I, I don't have to go back home. And I kind of, yeah, coming here and meeting people that, that also kind of got stuck here. Okay. <laughs> Just nice. made me realize I don't. But the great thing is about us, we can always move on. Yeah. If we don't like where we're at or the people aren't, don't turn out to be decent or whatever we can just move so True. that's a good good option is it the destination or the journey between the destination that you really like the you? journey between for sure okay why is that well i think well having no plan that actually means you don't have a destination i think okay and i think that's yeah, yeah. even the best thing just not having a destination and just go where life brings you, where the people you meet bring you, where... You know what they say, if you don't make any plans, you're not lost. These days, you can actually go onto the internet and look up a destination and see absolutely everything. So you almost know about it before you get there. Yeah. And the journey between is the most unpredictable part. When you're on a bus or a train, you can look out of the window and you can see things like the farming, the weather, the villages, the, how the people dress, all those sort of things. And that you can get your own picture without having to read it in a Lonely Planet or watch it on, on a documentary. And I think that gives you a, a better in, understanding of the country that you're going into. True. And stuff like that. So, but I use them because they just, it's just a great way of transport to get you from A to B. It's usually cheap. Look out the window or go to sleep. What countries have you visited? The countries I've visited alone, let's say that. Oh, okay, um, you can, you can take throughout your life. Well, that's a little hard. I think 
Well, let's start with the countries I visited alone. It was okay. uh, Australia yes. for almost eight months. Then I went to Vietnam, Cambodia, also went to Bali. Hi, girls. Just doing a little interview here. <laughs> he's mad. He's, he's mad. <laughs> he's like crap. He's one of those nutters. When, when you see, when you travel, there's, there's always one in every All town. Those, yeah. <laughs> okay, do you have any funny stories about traveling? Funny stories. Well, I was last year, I was in Georgia, uh, the country, not the States. <laughs> and I was there for about a month. Well, also a little bit without a plan. And I met this uh, girl from Poland. And we really spontaneously decided to do this trekking of five days, uh, which was really, it was crazy. It was a really remote place. Uh, according to BBC, you had to get there by one of the world's most dangerous roads. Oh, wow. So, uh, but we got there and then uh, we started to do this on the way. Well, it was in the Caucasus uh, mountains. Caucasus, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's close to the border of Russia. Uh, well, there was the border police there. Uh, right. We had to show our passports and, and everything. And I think these men, it was so remote there, they uh, they didn't see uh, a lot of people there, around there, especially women, I think. Oh, okay. So, especially uh, blonde ladies. I think so, too. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they, were, they were very hospitable in Georgia. But uh, sometimes a little bit too much, maybe you could say. Sometimes you get the feeling you can't really say no. But these these, these men were, were really sweet. It was quite cold there, so they invited us inside. They made like a <laughs> cup of tea and everything. What language did you communicate in? Well, just just just, just sign language. Just sign language, actually. Wow. Yeah, and, and trying to say things in English, maybe some words that they knew. How did you say two sugars for the tea? I think I would say like two with my hands, and then. Um, just point at the <laughs> point at the coffee or, or the coffee tea like? or the. And how was it? What, did it taste okay? <laughs> well, I actually didn't put sugar in it because I thought it was a little bit too much trouble to uh, to ask. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then they came with this. Uh, they they wanted to give us food, and so they they came with this whole big box and they put all this food in there, and then they brought this cha cha. And cha-cha is a very, very strong alcoholic drink oh, wow. in, in Georgia. And they offered it to us. I think sometimes it's even 70% alcohol. And we had to hike the next day, like wow. a, a long way. And they, they came with all this food and stuff to our tents, uh, which was really sweet and really nice. So we came, we, they came to sit with us and they gave us all this food and cha-cha. And I felt like, okay, I want to have a little bit, but I also do yeah, want yeah. to sleep and not yeah, yeah. be hangover tomorrow doing and, this and crazy not, hike. And not offend them. <laughs> Exactly. It's because very difficult to know the balance between if somebody offers you food yeah. and you know it's going to kill you, yeah. you still have to accept it, otherwise you offend them. And True. Then, and yeah. I also had an amazing time and it was really nice to meet these people. And that's interesting because they're very hospitable uh, yeah. hospitable there. And it's, it's it so different. Worse, than, it? Uh, it, could have been, it could have been worse because you're on your own and yeah. you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Have you, do you have any bad stories about traveling that you've picked up along the way? I did have one almost dead experience. <laughs> uh, it's not a very exciting one, but we. Um, well, I also met some people again. We uh, rent a rent a van, and uh, while we were driving, the girl that I met there that was driving, uh, well, she didn't watch well, and then we almost fell off a cliff with the van. <laughs> Oh, wow. uh, and the van was just like I think almost 45 degrees, like on on Where the side. Where was this? Where was this? Well, this was in uh, was in Australia actually on the okay. Great Ocean Road. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was oh, and it was so scary because we got out and we were so so lucky, and then they had to yeah. How how, to, how, how far was the drop? Too far, I think. If we <laughs> rolled over, yeah, and. Well, the, the thing was, we were actually just scared that because they were going to try to pull the van out. Yes. Uh, yeah. But the thing was, if the van turned around, like if the if the, the top of it was damaged, we had to pay a lot, a lot oh, of okay. money. Yeah, if yeah. it didn't happen, we didn't. So wow. we were just there being really scared. Uh, How did you get into that situation? 
Did you just drive too far or too close to the edge? Or well, yeah, actually, the girl that that was uh, driving, she turned around to to get something while she was driving, and then mm. uh, she pulled over. Yeah, and yeah. it was too late to uh, yeah. Scary. Get it back. It's scary. And, then again, yeah. you wouldn't be sitting here if it had possibly gone down yeah. over the cliff. Okay, hammocks, tents, hostels, hotels. What's your preference? Oh, in the first place, I would say hostels specifically because it's easy to meet people and it's also i think it's easy well as you said before it's not nowadays it's really easy to google to to yeah. find out a lot about a place but i think always the best thing is just to go to a hostel talk with people uh that have already been around for a while yeah. and it's you a good pick way up to... a lot of information from other guests yeah whether it's whether it's going forward or other places not to go to or yeah. don't go to that hostel or, or that hostel's really good I have to also say, like, for example, camping gives a really new dimension also to uh, traveling because I think that makes just staying in a, in a tent, you can put it up anywhere. If you enjoy nature, if you like nature, you can find the best, most beautiful spots. Yeah, you can get into some places, especially in Australia, and you can sleep anywhere. Yeah, you can wake up with the sun coming up and it's just absolutely awesome. I yeah. actually slept outside. I didn't use a tent for a lot, lot of the time Yeah, and just slept on the ground. It's for example in the outback in Australia, if you have these beautiful nice skies, oh, yeah. wow, yeah. 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 Just sleep in a sleeping bag on a mat. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's, uh, I didn't have a sleeping bag, I just rolled myself up in a tarp. What is the one thing that you always carry with you when you travel? Well, now it is a mask. <laughs> it's a mask? <laughs> because okay. of Corona. Okay. Uh, but I think you don't need much. I think if you... Uh... Well, you do need money, I think. You do need to at least get around. Uh, just have your wallet with you, but... But there's nothing, no one Something thing specific. you take with you? Well, I do take uh, like a journal and a pen. I always have a pen with me. So old school writing, yes, making yeah. a diary, that's very good. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. If a young person came to you and said, oh, I have two weeks go traveling what would what advice would you give them definitely don't go to too many places okay <laughs> stay around in j just a small area of course you can explore around there maybe choose one well depends on if you like a city or if you like more uh, rural areas or uh, whatever your preference is but just don't think too big and be like okay uh, I have my checklist and I need to have seen this and I need to have seen that and I need to yeah. have seen that because then you forget to live and I feel like traveling is just it's it's living yeah, and yeah. but it's experiencing the moment yes a lot of people want to see too too much too fast. Yeah. And the best thing is actually to get to know your own country first. Yeah. As a as a young person, and then spread out from there. Okay, here's a question. Well, how do you think coronavirus has, has affected traveling now? Because everywhere is closed down. To be honest, I feel like it made me hesitate about traveling, about going, but more because I felt the the pressure of the people around me that maybe don't agree with the fact that I'm traveling. But I just realized it's just a different way of... Seeing the world. Yeah, it is, you know, really. Viewing, viewing the world, rather. Yeah, because you can look from this medical perspective. But if, even if you think about the whole situation with corona, I think you can you can even see it in a way that I'm now supporting the economy here. Uh, yes, I mean, yeah. the people don't have any... There are not a lot of tourists here, and they do, well, not completely depend on it, but it's a big source of income. Well, the hostel... I, I was talking to the hostel owner, or I think he was a hostel owner, and he said at one point he, they were down 60% on the profit. Wow. You know, so, and they had to close for three months solid, but yeah. they lost all that. 
So it's affecting a lot of businesses and a lot of albergues and guest houses and hostels have closed yeah. for good. Yeah. That's it. But I do have the feeling that people start to realize that it's just one way of seeing it, the way we're treating this, this situation now from this medical perspective. And I think people realize that there are a lot of different values you can think of. And, you know, even mental health, I feel right. like I really just needed to get away. But if you're mental in the first place, it won't make any difference. If you're <laughs> mental in the first place. Yeah, the, the secret is to be nuts or to True. be mental in the first place. True. Really, you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, so the coronavirus or pandemic clears and the world basically opens up again. Do you think people will be more hesitant to travel or they'll travel more? I don't know. How do you see it? I think in the first place, maybe people are more hesitant. I think it will take a while. But I think, yeah, maybe indeed people will travel more because I think they realize how much freedom they do have and that they will go out and will go explore and will... Yeah, maybe they do. It makes them feel the need more to go traveling. Could be. I'm not sure, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I think it makes people appreciate their life more. Yeah. And in less less on the material stuff and more True. on the spiritual and the emotional side of, of life. Yeah. And so I think traveling brings that in. I think a lot of people out there are wanting to come out and travel, but are a little bit scared at the moment. But I think when the coronavirus is done they'll reevaluate their lives. And I think a lot of people who are living in cities will now live in the country or go and try and find other ways of living because cities are the worst place for yep. pandemics. True. And I think they may just reevaluate their lives. What message would you give to other female travelers out there? Don't let it influence your decision on traveling or not, that first of all. And of course, you, you shouldn't be naive. I think it's, it's you always have to be careful. But as I said before, like in any place, you have to be careful, even back home. But the thing about being back home is actually you grow up with it and you know the dangers and you That's know what's the, happening. But when yeah. you travel, there are unseen dangers that you have to try and preempt. You have to try and stop before they happen because you could put yourself into a dodgy situation. But I'm just saying that as you get older, you learn that. You learn that as, as you travel. Yeah, And true. I think you could be safe. Um, and you say you haven't had any real bad experiences while traveling? I feel, but the thing is, I, for some reason, I never really had bad experiences. And I feel like your, just your attitude. Yeah, okay. Um, it just, just helps or it, it's just. But could um, you be tough? Yeah, I, yeah, we just say like getting lost doesn't feel like really being lost. Especially if you don't have any plans or anything, and it feels That's right, yeah. just being confident in that, confident in traveling. I have the feeling people feel this, and I never really had any really bad experiences, to be honest. But there's been some absolutely great female explorers in the world who have yeah. often travelled on their own. So I even used couch surfing uh, and I uh, stayed with three men even and one time I was with, a, with another friend of mine. I don't know if you really should take my advice because maybe sometimes I do take, <laughs> take risks. risks. But is it, it's an option. It, it is, is an option. option. It it's is... one that I don't particularly like but if yeah. it's an option and you feel safe with it and you haven't had True. any problems I think it's it could be a way to go. And again you don't have to stay with men you could stay with other women couldn't you? True exactly you that's the thing because I took this risks, uh, risk, but I think it's, uh, yeah, you can make decisions in that and just stay with women or... Uh, Do you yeah. think you're too trusting? Sometimes, but I feel like traveling just makes me realize how many good people there are on the world and, world, and I think when, when I'm back home, I have the feeling, 
yeah, there, there's more focus on people being naturally bad when you're raised by your parents. I think uh, like this this big angry world yes, out there. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and I then, think well, they're just yeah. trying to protect you, but as yeah, a which child, is good. Yeah. Which is good. But um, yeah, sometimes it's I think worth to um, trust people a little bit more. Um, okay. And yeah, of course, there's always a chance that it goes wrong. But and maybe I'm a little bit too trustworthy sometimes. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see because it, we'll keep in touch. We'll see yeah. what happens. <laughs> if you get put in prison, just just send me a message and I'll come and get you out. Um, okay. Thank you very much for the interview. It's been a pleasure, and I hope you travel safely. Thank you so much. <laughs> Well, that's all for this week, folks. And please remember, the same road can be travelled a thousand different ways. So get out there and make it your own. Until next week.